and you tied it to like i'm excited about the new year and you tied it to comfort so that reminded me of like last year last mm. new year i was like you know what my goal is to be uncomfortable consistently like mm -hmm. in terms of entrepreneurial growth and i did that and that was super cool and i feel like the connections i have now came from that point of like chosen uncomfortability but what i'm getting off my chest is that after doing that for like a consistent three months it was like okay i'm burnt out and i need the rest and so the getting off the chest part is like you can you can grind but you can also rest like i've been truthfully i've been resting a lot more than i than my productive brain thinks is okay but like my spirit is like shut up this is necessary <laughs> so sharing it just to be vulnerable and to be like it's okay to rest i love that thank you i love that product photography agency in 2021 because we wanted to create a work environment where we could finally show up as our whole authentic selves. Now we're hosting conversations with other entrepreneurs and industry professionals on how they were able to do the same for themselves and their clients. We believe it is no separating business from emotions. Welcome to the Sensitive Business Podcast. We're your hosts, Nisa and Tabari. Founders of Ginger and Carrot Productions. Let's get into it. Hey, y'all. We have another beautiful episode of the Sensitive Business Podcast for y'all today. So this week, we have Sophia Garcia with us. She is the founder of Lens Transcend. She is a self-described conscious photographer, which in her word means that she's spiritual as fuck. We talked to her last year on my Instagram lives. And we just love her energy so much. We just had to have her back for a full of conversation on this podcast. And this episode is a very spiritual episode. It's a very emotional episode. We just love being able to talk to other photographers who are like-minded and who are aligned with our values. So let's get into it, y'all. Sophia, welcome to the Sister Business Podcast. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. <laughs> I'm getting over yeah. a little cold, but ready to get back into creative mode so this is perfect yeah. yay <laughs> i hate how threatening colds feels nowadays it's like is it death or is it a cough <laughs> i hate that Why now we're all hypochondriacs <laughs> lisa how are you <sighs> wow <laughs> i the just says it all you know that bad huh like full transparency i'm on my period and so i'm like shout out to you for showing up on time but <laughs> must you be a tornado you know what i mean yeah i'm working on it i'm working Ooh. on it okay so rest is what you need <laughs> rest is what you need <laughs> i slept like literally all day yesterday yeah. And I slept in this morning. Mm -hmm. So, you know. That's one of the times when, when it comes to like this one of the times where I do my best to give her no grief about anything, no attitude, everything's with smiles. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll do it. I got the dog. I'll just. <laughs> That's so helpful. So necessary. Honestly, I like yeah. with this small cold. That's what I did last weekend too. Just slept. And it was like the first time in a while where I let myself just sleep and i was like wait why have i not been doing this like was i just in survival <laughs> mode like what was going on so yeah sleep will heal all i'm glad you did that for yourself yeah you're, you're right because that's the thing that i was thinking to myself too was like why am i so resistant because at first i like got up and i worked yeah. out and that was before i realized that it had started Oh. And then it showed up and I just immediately, without me even seeing anything, I felt it. And I was like, this is going to kill. <laughs> and we haven't had a chance to get any like pain meds yet because we just moved. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I just have to stick this out. And then I just went to sleep and 
I was like, dang, like there was so much stuff I planned on doing. And I realized I was like, my mornings need to be really slow, mm. like really, really slow. And so I, whenever I have that realization, I went on Calendly and adjusted our hours and I took a day away from our availability on Calendly. Yeah. Cause usually I'm like Wednesdays are usually our free day, to, which we save for photo shoots. And I was like, let's take Tuesday too. So now it's like when people schedule a call, they can pretty much only schedule a call with us on like Mondays or Thursdays. <laughs> and I was like, that's okay because you might need an extra day to sleep. And I'm, I'm going to make it a thing that every week I look for a day that's naturally clear and mm -hmm. try and keep it clear. Ooh, and maybe that. take that day to sleep because it's a different day every week like some days Friday's like that some days Monday's like that so if I mm -hmm. see it already happening instead of being like oh I'm free I'm gonna be like oh I'm free let me keep it free yeah. and you know move stuff around I remember the day we, that week we had a bunch of stuff going on and we purposely took off that Wednesday and it, yeah. made, the it made the week feel so much shorter Set up like Monday to Friday, which you're still on because because we're in America and the, everything else it goes. But you take that Wednesday off, and it was like, oh, it's Thursday. It's like Monday now. It's like yeah, yeah. It <laughs> introduces so like little playfulness in your week too. So yeah, it's a little like the fact yeah. that it's not a set day, I like that. It's like when's my Friday gonna be? Like you're surprising yourselves. <laughs> and that's the real beauty of being an entrepreneur is that I pick my days off. True. <laughs> and again, every again, some some weeks just like okay, we got a lot of work to do this week, or some things we got to get ready for, so we can have that that time later. But remembering to find time to take for yourself is also really vital, and I'm not saying yeah, vital. Like it's almost as vital as food. Like you need it. Like it's a yeah. rest. Like it's just like, and we we get away from that rest, and we forget that we needed so much and as kids we, we were forced to take naps because we would get cranky forced now... to take naps listen i take my naps <laughs> we very were seriously. forced i'm like i need to force myself again <laughs> and now we take we get we, we take naps or we're like be cranky still it's the same thing you know when you're cranky you're like it's probably a basic need it's probably sleepy or hungry like you're probably <laughs> oh yeah i need those things that's why i always tell people I'm, I'm like you're like a little plant because if you think of yourself as a plant like you got to water yourself you got to feed yourself yeah. like you might not let a plant die but you might let yourself die just like wow <laughs> wow that's so true <laughs> i told myself when we were looking for this apartment before we found it, I was like, I don't want to live anywhere where my plants can't thrive. Ooh. Like, my plants can't thrive, I don't want it. And there was one place that was in the most ideal location. It was, like, mm -hmm. literally rock-throwing distance from the beach, but it was, like, you step out in, like, this, and you're on the beach. <laughs> and literally, it had no sunlight. None. No. In the bottom. No Not sunlight even the first floor, at all. Like, the second floor. And so we bought, we got this place and it's like a mile away from that other place but mm -hmm. again my plants would thrive in any room in the house in kitchen bathroom yeah. living room our room any room like even our old house it was like half the rooms in the house the plants could not go yeah yeah That's so that amazing. was something i really really I wanted that. to change oh i literally like recently wrote down like the next apartment i live in like it has to be like floor to ceiling windows because sunlight <laughs> nourishes be. me way too much and like you can't take a nap if it's way too bright in the room so it's also like yeah. a practical thing <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the blackout curtains i'm telling you man change your life over here i, I used to work overnight <laughs> and that was so necessary just to work overnight that was the thing you get to get because no matter what, your, sun, your your body's like, the sun is up. You can't sleep. And you're like, but I need to. And it's like, I don't care if you're tired. It's like this back and forth. And so that and a really nice sleep mask that is kind of curved around. It looks like a like a, like a bra kind of like it's like. And cause it does like look like eyes, a bra. <laughs> I swear by it. It is safe. It is like, it's probably the reason why I'm, I have any sanity left. It's like I was able to sleep with that thing. And so. You heard it here first for Sanity. You <laughs> heard it here first. <laughs> I, I don't think you'd be a sponsor think... of this podcast because I really, I look. 
I would love I'm Florida just, I'm taking ceiling notes. Y'all got nap tips for days. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been talking to y'all Follow this whole time. Follow me for lifestyle tips. On <laughs> it's like when we talk about, he's just like the um, uh, 20 luxuries under $20, something like that. Ooh. It's definitely one of them. Yeah. I like Plain. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia. Yes. What do you fuck with? What do I fuck with? Yeah. I fuck with real people. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that means, I, I mean, I've been thinking a lot about what having a mask means, like the different masks that we wear. Um, I feel like on social media, it's brought up a lot in terms of like neuro spicy people. They're like, now unmask and like be your real self. Mm. But I, I feel like in my context, it's like, Am I showing which side of myself am I showing? Because we're all like multifaceted and like I could be the super networkable version of Sophia or the super like socially accepted Sophia or the one that like doesn't give a fuck and just like Mm -hmm. wears whatever kind of makeup, whatever kind of clothes or talks like with more aggression that day because she's feeling feisty, like whatever it is. Um, (laughs) I care. So like I fuck with the people who I can see you know what, this day they were feeling this way and mm. it was coherent with like who they are in that day. It's not the cookie cutter every single day. They're going to be super nice, super like put together. So I fuck with real mm. people. I, I I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I needed that reminder too because I don't know, like, I today I felt, and only now am I kind of processing it, mm-hmm. I felt like, holy shit, we are starting over <laughs> in this new city, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, how am I going to find our people? Like, I know we will, but how? Mm-hmm. And I guess you don't always need to know the how, but you just reminded me, it's like, we always show up as yeah. us, you know, even when we're not trying to, we were like, I saw you walk in and you're matching. It's just little stuff that we, <laughs> we like take for granted that stand out to people. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? We love real people and real people love us. <laughs> <laughs> and if they're not coming through, it's because they're not ready to be who they are. Yeah. yeah. The thing, once you're being yourself and that was my whole thing last year not that i'm i'm stopped doing that but it was my goal for last year is and with my own therapy was to be more authentic to tap into what i wanted at any given time mm-hmm. to be able to, to like take a second and figure out what i'm feeling and what i want like any given time because i got really far away from that um with my upbringing and being adult and being like cis male and like all this like pulls you away from the emotions and I really had to like tap back into that to the point now where it's it's so vital and I feel off if I don't do it if I'm not if I'm being disingenuine or I feel like I'm not speaking up a certain way and of course there's sometimes things need to be said and picking battles and all that stuff of course and finding out how much it's like you were saying, Sophie, it's like, what part of myself am I willing to show today? Mm-hmm. You know, we went to a, a business conference last week and it was, it was a, really a lot for me as I find out myself that I'm, I'm much more of an introvert than I thought I was and realizing that I don't get energy from most people the way I like get energy from being alone. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who will in- energize me. It's like a small group. It's like my wife and like four or five of my friends, you know what I mean, who like, I can hang out and then like, <laughs> but other than that, and it's not anything. Cause I used to, t- I used to kind of feel a little shame around that mm-hmm. about not being more like more extroverted and was I trying to force it. Yeah. And then while I do, there were some gaps I can feel as far as how I'm sociable and how I show up to people and how I can like connect with people. That's a, that's, that's something to learn. But recognizing that I don't have to be an extrovert, I don't have to be the most social person to be who I am or to be successful or to be an entrepreneur or to be anything at all. 
right. was a big learning lesson for me in the last year. And I would take, during the conferences, I just took time to go be with myself. You're like, let's just wrapping up and people gonna be here. I was like, mm, you know, I'm gonna be alone because I've <laughs> no, been talking to other entrepreneurs. I'm so that. Cause like, I think we overcomplicated in our own heads. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I now realize that like I have this to work on. And then it's like, you know what? No, like don't, don't even focus on like the things that you got to work on in terms of like reconnecting with yourself. Sometimes all it is, mm-hmm. all it takes is that little moment of like, what do I need to do? How do I want to mm-hmm. show up? Like you were saying, um and like when you said that it also made me think like because personally for me too it was also like a consistent asking of how do I want to show up who do I want to show up Mm -hmm. as so as adults I think like our minds and our worlds and as entrepreneurs as well like Mm -hmm. everything changes so quickly so I just offer up the question like how often do you feel like we need to be doing that for us to continue to be as authentic as we want to be or is there like you know what, I'm going to just chill. I know who I am and I'm going to mm-hmm. rest in knowing that I am an introverted person, for example. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Ask again. What's, what was the question again? Like, how often should we be checking in on ourselves for us to find what the truest, most authentic version of ourselves is mm-hmm. and in which ways? Because I think there's different ways that you can do that. I think your body asks the question. That's what I that's what I think because there are sometimes where I walk in and I immediately know. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times I walk in and I don't immediately know and I'm like and I get stuck. Mm-hmm. And then in that moment you ask the question to get unstuck. Like, well, how do I want to show up? Or sometimes you need a reminder that it's fine that you don't know what to do or it's fine that you don't know what to say because I think there's sometimes pressure of like especially because in-person events are so are less common mm-hmm. and they're more and more common now but for the most part it's like at least for us it's not as you know often that we get to meet people in person so then there's like this pressure of like I need to maximize this opportunity and I'm like is that what needs to happen or do I just need to be present or do I need to like ease my way into this or do I need to just hold space for whoever comes to me? It's like, mm-hmm. it's not whenever there's like not an immediate intuitive, I know what to do without even thinking about it. Then that's a great time to check in and see like what's holding us back or like what's causing resistance or what's causing hesitation or Maybe it is your intuition saying, like, I don't know if this is for you. But then Mm -hmm. the question helps you to build awareness to that message. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much because you're right. It's like it sounds basically like a lot of embodiment where you're like, okay, yeah, sit into my body. What is it? Oh, we don't know. That's okay. It's okay not to know. And also Mm -hmm. just to like reflect and relate like I used to struggle with the whole like am I an introvert and an extrovert kind of situation like Mm -hmm. my personal conclusion was like okay the people that make me feel safe and comfy are the ones that are where are the places and situations where I'm naturally going to just be open and as expressive and hand motiony as you guys see right now (laughs) versus like (laughs) the people who I just for whatever reason it is and I don't have to know what that reason is that don't make me feel safe that's where i'll tend to be more quiet or shy and it's like you don't even yeah. have to label <laughs> yourself but the tuning in the embodiment makes it make sense <laughs> yeah i think definitely like you said Sophia. definitely if it feels weird it probably is <laughs> <laughs> and that's something that i i'll struggle with a lot of times too and it's just like with the the should, you know what I mean? When I start to hear I should be doing this, then that's a signal for me to, to take a second and you just shift away from that because should is such a like, I should have done this or I could have done this. I'm like the, I remember, for, I always think about that movie, uh, I think it's Sister Act 2, Lauren Hill. And she's like, all these musicians out here sing, singing that should have, could have, would have. And I think about that when it's like, all these regrets come up and all these things that, because it's like parents, 
and like people you grow around, grow up with in school and society at large, we all pick up on our own things that we like think that we should be doing or things that we have to be doing at some point. And even I was looking at something recently about someone was talking about the what's it called like those shows like Two Out to Hand or whatever. People talk about how many like partners they have. Mm-hmm. And there's also evidence to show that most people don't have that many partners, like no more than like like five. And so like people who are having like the many partners are people who are in relationships. And it's one of those things because we always think that we're always behind mm-hmm. on whatever it is, whether mm-hmm. it's entrepreneurship, whether it's relationships, whether it's our like body image, whatever it is, we just like we are behind. And to and I mean, but to tap in. At any given point to say like, okay, so I'm feeling weird or I'm feeling already invigorated and follow that and trust in your instincts. And like that comes again to being like you both were saying about tapping into oneself and sometimes not really needing to have like anything to assign to it or to have to even defend yourself. You know, like I, I ascribe to belief that there shouldn't be quantifiers or qualifiers for things that you enjoy. You know, like if I, of course, we can, I, can, I can talk about films and why I like films and don't like films for literally hours. But it's not, but it's okay to just like something, you know? It's like, what do you say about art? It's like, everybody's a critic. It's like, not a critic. I just know what I like. It's, it really is that thing. You, you like it or you don't. And you don't really always have to justify it. I feel like we always in a position of feeling like we have to defend ourselves to either someone in real life or someone in our mind like those conversations you have where you're like I should have said this and that so Ooh, that's what that's, that's what came up for me when you were saying that someone yeah. in your life or someone in your mind mm-hmm. I didn't even think of it like that I was gonna say mm-hmm. like I think it's kind of a new thing like this idea of I can be happy and not defend it also mm-hmm. like kind of tied to like the whole black joy movement like mm-hmm. I just think it's like a product or a result of our time where like we're just tired we're tired of seeing our parents being like denying themselves of like asking themselves like how can I be freer whether it's in their job or in their personal lives like (laughs) it seems unrelated but like whatever your views are on marriage like that's cool and all but I think divorce rates being as high as they are isn't so much like love fails more so than like people are more willing to be like you know what ah, this isn't such a good fit anymore. Let's not do this anymore. And like, that's totally fine. You're just moving towards something that's more aligned with you. Um, So yeah, like it's interesting for you to not, to think about not having to defend your joy on such like a personal level. Whereas I was thinking Mm -hmm. about it in like the society macro level. I think they're both. I think it's both there, you know? It's like, it's... (laughs) we are operating we live in a society no we operate in a society and <laughs> i guess i'm laughing because in my head i'm like society it lives in us no it's but it, but it, it is true like we do <laughs> and i don't necessarily agree with uh, what freud said but i do think there is this like this super ego there is this our parents voices there is our teachers voices there are our older siblings there are this musicians that we listen to as a kid you know like how we think the world should be um and that's that fantasy and and in like therapy we talk about letting go of the fantasy and then letting that grieve like the relationship or with yourself or anybody else has to be like what it is and not what you thought it could be mm-hmm. and that's why our, like a lot of conflict is because a lot of conflict comes when people have different expectations about what to do like at work you told me that I was going to get paid this and do these things. I get to work and now you're asking me to do X, Y, Z and ABC. I said X, Y, Z. And I think that comes up in a lot too. But I think it is the society at large and us inside as well. Nisa, what do you think? I 100% agree with one little asterisk is that I think that the world that is internal is so much more powerful than what's Mm -hmm. going on externally Mm -hmm. right because I feel like I've been on this journey of like dealing with what's going on internally because I realized that that's really what's going to change my the reality 
that I'm living in on the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there were like certain circumstances, even with Tabari and I, that like, had I had not had a, ch- a shift internally, I would have viewed those events as negative or as evidence mm-hmm. of failure instead of evidence as forward momentum. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, for example, earlier this year, I did this a leadership energetic reading with Ayan, which if you're an entrepreneur <laughs> and you're spiritual, like, even if you're not, but you believe in energy <laughs> and you believe in thought work, like, you should probably get one. It was, yeah. it was such an amazing um, eye-opening session because I learned how my body reacts and like how I react energetically in all different times like whether things are going great or whether things are going badly and I was like I want to feel financially secure and I kept assigning that desire to outside outcome Mm -hmm. and I was like oh once I make $15,000 a month consistently once I make $20,000 a month, then I'll feel financially secure. And actually that's not true because I've never not felt, <laughs> like I basically always feel financially insecure no matter how well we're doing financially. And Whoa. so I realized that what I had to do was shift my thinking and shift like, my understanding of what security means and looks mm-hmm. like and where it comes from mm-hmm. or whether or not it even exists mm-hmm. yeah. and then decide how I feel about what's going on. And the more I was like doing work in that area and kind of detaching my feelings from what was going on financially, I started to feel way more secure. I started to feel a little bit freer and I'm not all the way, I don't feel all the way like how I want to feel. Like I want to feel like shrugs, you know, like (laughs) I want to feel like somebody who confidently does not have a phone case on their phone. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that type of confidence. confidence. You know what I mean? That's a level of confidence I have yet to aspire to. Those are goals and I'm trying to just inch towards it and I'm trying to do the things that make me feel that way yeah and because then it doesn't matter what's going on Mm -hmm. I can handle it and then also I'm not it actually welcomes the result that I want in the first place Mm -hmm. you know so I realized that was that was my big thing it was like when we were making all these changes and we were moving and I, there was moments where I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, this is so different than what I thought I would be doing yeah. three years ago. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, well, I'm doing what I want to do. And Tavari is yeah. doing what he wants to do. Yeah. And prior to that, I was doing what everyone else said was the right thing to do. Mm. And that's why yeah. our lives are dramatically different now. Right. Well, how quickly that okay. changes too. Well, props you know? to you for making the changes. Also, that reading is so <laughs> and fucking cool. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, you're so brave. And oh my God, I could never do it. And I'm like, do you think I just sit around and frolic through grass and make <laughs> life changes? Like, of course I'm freaked out. Like, yeah. what? You know, or like they'll compare themselves to me and say, well, this is, I could never do that because I'm, I'm too anxious, I'm risk averse, Mm -hmm. I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, I'm all of those things also. Same. Ooh, the power in that. Are you kidding? (laughs) You know, it's like, I'm a crier, I'm sensitive. Mm -hmm. I don't like rejection. Mm -hmm. I care about whether or not people like me. Mm -hmm. I have to actively work around that. (laughs) Like, Like, those are facts, it's like, I'm not even trying to change that. I'm just trying to be aware of it so I know how to how to act. Yeah. You know, so it's like again, it's this this internal world. I've been spending so much time in my little world mm-hmm. and just exploring it and understanding it because 
that's what is influencing the outside world or Mm. that's what is at least making me less attached to the outside world Mm -hmm. and its validation or whatever it has to offer because at the end of the day when you're laying your head on your pillow and Mm. all those right before you sleep death thoughts come in (laughs) it's like no one experiences that but you and I'm like when those thoughts can be nice to me I'm like you cannot convince me to give that up. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't. It's like, you're not there. You're not there. You didn't hear what happened. Like, if I wrote that down, <laughs> it would be the darkest book ever. Like, yeah. and it's like, when you when I have those, like, peaceful nights where I'm not even pressed to go to sleep too fast. Because, you know, you just mm-hmm. want to go to sleep right away so that you don't yeah. have to confront yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like... Even if I'm not super sleepy, I feel calm because I don't feel like the voices are like attacking me. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Right I'm That's out funny. of like, I just loved everything you said, but out of it, the thing that I was like, I'm gonna repeat this. Like, no matter what happens, I got this. Like, I can get through it and I'm gonna be okay. I'm like, even just to what you were saying earlier of like, the mental shift of seeing a failure as like an mm. opportunity for growth it's like you you know what even if you don't see it as an opportunity for growth you failed but you're here today and you're alive like mm. no crazy thing happened to you the dinosaur the dragon didn't eat you alive it's fine <laughs> right this is <laughs> i'm getting a little emotional about this conversation Aww. it's <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine too. And that's another part too is like tapping in because I do want to to go back to your question. I want to answer it like directly to Sophia. It's mm-hmm. I think that it is. It can be both as far as like when you check in with yourself and being able to like meet yourself where you are because there's a huge level of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were saying, Lisa, it's it's ex- accepting where you are and that there is a lot of there's like the peace and power in there and they think about you know water water can be really still you know i mean but also can be like a hurricane or like a tidal wave and i think that accepting what you have going on is a way to like make sure your boat has the right equipment to like get across the ocean Ooh. you know like sometimes you need to sometimes you need to, you need to paddle sometimes you need to your wind sails whatever but not that boats have both, whatever, I think they do. But I think there's, it's okay to not have the answers. It's okay to walk into a room and not really know what to do and to do it anyway. And I like the phrase of the, the, the like thinking of, you don't have to have, what is it? You don't have to have the, the answer, you just have to have, to have the courage. Mm. You know, because you might find the answer eventually, again, being attached to the outcome. And you might find the answer, you might not, but the journey, like the, the seeking is what is like, is fulfilling to the soul itself. The, I don't know how this podcasting is going to go, but we're going to start a podcast because we want to have these conversations. And now we are here, like, I think we're like episode 14 to 15. Woo! And... <laughs> oh my God. And... We get to talk to all these dope people and have these dope conversations. And we talked to B. Chill recently, who works for um, Chill Studios in Atlanta, which was he one of the owns. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, owns. Sorry, yeah, he's the founder. It's him and his entity. <laughs> yeah, and because it's literally Chill Studios anyway. But we were to talk to him and get like have the conversation with somebody who I, we looked up to. Now we, not that we don't look up to him anymore, but. We really look up to him when we first started our photography photography journey, mm-hmm. and that was the place where we first felt and started to identify as photographers. Even though we had like ten plus years experience on our own each, you know, wow. doing it, but it never felt like we were doing it until we were in a room with other people and trying stuff out and like doing it scared again. It's like, like you were saying, Nisa, it's not that I'm so different from the people in my life. You know what I mean? Like my brothers and my friends and it's not that I'm so different. It's that there's like I have the courage to follow these things. Cause y'all do stuff that I would never do. Like I'm not trying to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> y'all raising kids and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like 
but people do things <laughs> that like everyone is doing what they want to do. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, either way, like, even if you're working at it, like if, even when I was working um, at a job that I, that I hated, that's what I wanted to do. I wasn't mm. like I, w- I wasn't comfortable, but I was like comfortably uncomfortable. That was yeah. what I was used to doing, you know. And yeah. there, there is not so I'm not trying to like to victim blame or anything like that, but we do what we want to do, and comfort is what we want and we seek out. And a lot of times, that comfort is in being uncomfortable and being like, I can come to you and complain about our our jobs or before our job sucks, but how what's the connection between us now if? I'm not complaining about my job and my life is actually really fulfilled. And I'm like really excited about the new year for like the first time in my life. You know, like there's what, what else can we learn now? Like, do you pull away from me or do you, are you inspired by me? It's, and that's like, and those are some tough, tough questions that we've had to ask recently about ourselves and some friends. Yeah. But, yeah. That makes so. me think of magnets, like just visually. I'm like, are you polarized or are you magnetized, depending on what the flow is. Yeah. Come on in here. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I love you guys. <laughs> Yay. I also just love, I can't, you know how people talk with their hands? I love that you talk yeah. with your arms. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just like, I could go way deeper <laughs> oh girl yes like only because i'm sitting crisscross applesauce this i'm crisscross happening. applesauce but if we were in person you would see little golden retriever dog me i'd be like <laughs> like it'd be a whole <laughs> experience <laughs> i think that's part of it too right actually is that when you're doing your own thing you're in your, your element when you see people in their element you don't like you're you can be attracted to it mm-hmm. or just at least appreciate it for what it is not like why they gotta be moving their hands all like you know what I mean? That's easily the reaction, right? It's like, <laughs> why are you out here? Why why you gotta laugh so loud? Why you gotta be it's all that other stuff like all that like congestion in your chest? You know, all that honestly, phlegm, all if that. someone came up to me and they said that, I'd be like, you know, bold of you to come and ask me that, but I'm gonna go that way because like I don't have time for this. <laughs> I love the compliment sandwich. You're bold, but not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> so, Sophia, mm-hmm. is there anything that you want to get off of your chest? Um. Okay, I have one direct thought. You were talking about, like, friends and mm. how basically I'm going to put it in my words I guess like depending on how you are vibrating that tells you like if the people are gonna be for the vibe or against Mm -hmm. the vibe whether it's out of fear out of jealousy or out of just like oh shit I don't know why they're doing this so out of not knowing um and you tied it to like I'm excited about the new year and Mm -hmm. you tied it to comfort so that reminded me of like last year last new Mm -hmm. year I was like you know what my goal is to be uncomfortable consistently like in terms Mm of entrepreneurial growth and I did that and that was super cool and I feel like the connections I have now came from that point of like chosen uncomfortability but what I'm getting off my chest is that after doing that for like a consistent three months it was like okay I'm burnt out and I need the rest and so Mm -hmm. the getting off the chest part is like you can you can grind but you you can also rest like I've been truthfully I've been resting a lot more than I than my productive brain thinks is okay but like Mm -hmm. my spirit is like shut up this is necessary (laughs) so sharing it just to be vulnerable and to be like (laughs) it's okay to rest I love that thank you (laughs) I love that. I love the little shut up. <laughs> I think that's how my spirit talks to me too. Yeah, it's interesting when people like. I think it's really telling when someone is like I don't say scandalized, but when they're trying to like, if someone is still be, is being gentle, firm, you know, where it's like shut your mouth. <laughs> and Lisa does this a lot of times where she's like. I thought I was being really firm and really mean. I was like, no, this, like, that's not the worst thing I've ever heard someone say to me. Like <laughs> Which is, you know, 
I'd rather have this side than the other way, but you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just yeah, with the A, I you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle firm. I, That's the first time I've heard it, and it sounds like A, a brand of tofu or your new mattress. So, like, I'm taking it. I'm taking <laughs> Take it. it. It's yours. I got it from you. The inspiration for it. It's, it's all yours. <laughs> I feel that so hard, though, because, mm. you know, sometimes I'm like, I still don't know how hard I want to work. Mm. Um, and I think that's okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out every single day. Yeah. And like yesterday, it was like, go to sleep, stop playing. <laughs> Nothing's happening right now. Yeah. Like, cut it out. Yeah. And don't feel bad about it. Like, that, you know what I mean? And don't feel bad, but that's the key. Because if you that's feel bad, point. you didn't really get the rest. And then today, yeah. it was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm easing back in. You know, I'm easing back in. I didn't start early. I did a little bit of work. Had my phone call. My dog's yeah. running around in the background. Yeah. And, <laughs> and did that. And now we're on this podcast. And then afterwards... We're going to go to the beach. You know, we yeah. caught up on some work and of course there's more work to be done, but I'm Always. most productive when I am on that energetic uptick mm-hmm. and I need that uptick and then I can oh, come back and have some ideas and that, and I'm trying to convince my body, like my mind, and my spirit are like, oh, ideas come from rest and spiritual highness Mm -hmm. my body is like does it (laughs) prove it you know like you sure like my body is like so anti and so i'm trying to get her to catch up to the news Mm -hmm. because when i've experienced it i'm like oh shit now all of a sudden i think i know what to do and i think i have some answers i think i know what direction it's like of course after i'm rested and i ate and i did all my favorite things do all these ideas come it's like locked Mm -hmm. it's like when you go to cvs and they have like basic things behind that glass screen and you're like really people are stealing toothpaste like that's what we're doing like i feel like my body is like that where it's like you can't even do you don't even know how to walk if you don't it's we're putting this behind the lock screen you better go call the manager and you're like oh my god this is bullshit (laughs) like that's what it feels like it's like the key is like the things that i do for flow and play and i have to call the manager before i can get basic things like basic ideas basic trust like Things that I know I can do, but it's locked right now until I go Mm. and get this key. And it's like, you know, it's just like, damn, like, like knowing and feeling are two different things. Yeah. (laughs) This is where I tell you to do a meditation in CVS where you're just constantly unlocking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> no, but it's real. It's real. And I, I want it, like my first urge was to be like, girl, your body will catch up. But truthfully, yeah. same. I'm on that same train. So like, will mm. it? We're hoping. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the body talking. I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think again is that, that checking in every day. I think it is being present and being able to see where you are right now. You know, because you can always you can look to where you want to be, you know, because but it doesn't exist yet. You know, future is not doesn't exist yet. The past definitely has existed and it shapes our view of the world. But I do believe that being and being able to tap in with where you are now and checking in with yourself at any given time. So it's kind of like the whole conversation we're having today. It's like being able to check in and it's like, what what am I feeling? What am I thinking? how do I want to move with that information? And sometimes you got to yell at somebody and make fun of them. Like some, but sometimes you want to like leave it alone. And I think what I'm thinking now is, I should explain myself. What I'm thinking about is when we first, we were, we were coming out here and we got on the flight at like 3 a.m. Oh. at like, um, at the airport in Atlanta. And we walked up and the person at the counter has such an attitude 
and it's like three. I'm like the earth is not even loaded yet. I don't have to, I'm not even like I don't even have attitude for you yet, or to even really think that you're being mean. And she's like, "Do you have this? Yeah. And what's the problem? And I'm just like, "You have a problem." I just walked away. I was like, "You're the one doing it." I don't he even know literally what's going on. said that in front of a lot of people. You're the problem, and I'm just implying like. <laughs> I just I don't have it in me to go off on people with bad edges. I really don't. There's like a bigger issue there. I really I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pray for you because you need help. And clearly there's some stuff going on. I'm going on a plane. I'm going somewhere where I want to be. You are right. somewhere where you don't want to be. And that sucks. Yeah. Now, I don't even have it for you. We definitely should have been flying. We shouldn't have been flying the airline. I'm not gonna tell you which one we flew, <laughs> <laughs> but we all down have been flying the airline. But things got, you gotta make some shit shake. You know what I mean? It's like that's how I admire about Nisa. Like <laughs> it brought out of me too. Just do, willing to do whatever it takes to get what we want. Yeah. And if we had to. You know, and that was a great story. Now it's, it was just like it's a great story, <laughs> and it's like I don't regret a single moment of it, honestly, yeah. because it got us to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. It enabled us to afford our bills. Mm-hmm. It enabled us to pay the people we needed to pay. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's like, and and it it created gratitude for the things that we do that do work mm-hmm. for us and i was like you know what it it sometimes you just need a reminder yeah. yeah sometimes that's all it is is a reminder reminders are important and i think yeah. for me it was a major reminder a major yeah. reminder of like all of the things you're grateful for you mean yeah it was a reminder that we can never not fly Delta. (laughs) It was a reminder that everybody is just dealing with their own stuff Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with me. It was a reminder that like these stories, like that's what I'm going to call them now. Like when I went to the conference, Mm -hmm. I met another person that I knew online but never met in person and she had a bunch of like mishaps like that too and she was like I've got stories and it totally (laughs) reframed yeah like because I was like these disasters these no um, these like (laughs) shitty moments and she just called them she's like oh I have stories and I was like let's go reframe it's a story (laughs) and so it just gave me like something else to call it like it's not a disaster it's not a meltdown it's not it's a story like and now i know what what she means when she says that but it like it made it feel lighter and it was a reminder of that It, it just you know it's all the things it's like of course when things are taken away you realize the value and i mean i think that's true and cliches are cliches for a reason yeah so it just gave me a lot of reframing and bringing it back full circle to the beginning of this conversation of like, you know, doing the exploration on the inside because mm-hmm. that's an, that's a perfect example of, of that. It was just like, oh shit, here's another. Like, I feel like I'm in a video game and I'm like ex- finding out ways that I can actually get energy or something. And mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, if you lift underneath this little patch of grass, there's some energy in there. Like, it feels like I have moments like that where I'm finding out, like, you know, where my energy can come from. Or I'm finding Mm -hmm. out something that I thought was actually a negative thing actually doesn't even have to be negative. And it can be moved over here. And you're like, oh, great, more energy for me. Like, that's such a cute way to to see it. <laughs> this is definitely the soft lifestyle episode. You know, this is definitely the embodiment of like the soft boy, soft girl. Like, yeah. I just feel so cozy on this Meet podcast. Your soft today. Parents. <laughs> I just want to be like talking with your hands with Sophia Garcia. <laughs> Let me go Even get my squishmallow. Never see it. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, Lisa, should we get into yes. bops, bangers, or bust? Oh my god, the fact that no one can see your coordinated handshake, <laughs> shaking like wow, that was beautiful. I really want to get like a Patreon and give the Patreon like the videos. Like, yes. we should actually look into that. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Extra income because someone needs to see this. I got my night shirt on. You know, <laughs> I got dressed for this. <laughs> okay, can we go first? You say you want to go first. I want to go first. All right, go first. Bob's bangers are bust. <sighs> Root vegetables. This is intense pressure. I'm nervous. No, I'm nervous. <laughs> I wasn't oh, nervous no. before. Now I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> I made so Bob's fingers are about so dramatic. I don't know why. But... <laughs> okay. The drama. It's okay. I love drama. Mm-hmm. Root vegetables. Root vegetables. Root vegetables. Like your face is telling me what you feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, fruits or vegetables or fruits and vegetables? No. Like root vegetables. Like vegetables like carrots, that grow potatoes, beets. Okay, that's what I thought. So like potato. You wouldn't think about it. That's a banger. Parsnips. Yeah. It's a banger. Carrots. Beets. Yeah. Bangers. Certified. A. Right. Sophia. Boss bangers or bus? Pokemon. Bop? I'm sorry. Bop. Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what I'm into? I'm just like, hmm. Like Pokemon I in use general? Bob bus. Bob. Pokemon Go? Banger. Oh, oh really? <laughs> that was a plot twist for your ass. So you just never know. What I use Bob Pickup Bus is I, I use it as a tool to like, try to like guess what people are into or not into. I want to get like really controversial answers. <laughs> the most. <laughs> okay. Lisa? Bob's bangers are bust. Ramen. Definite banger. I, I'm i going to have some after this. Like hot oh. and spicy shrimp. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the face of disapproval from Tavari right now. <laughs> disapproval? Oh, it looked like disapproval, yeah. Oh, no. Like, Based on approval. I was thinking about It's the really jealousy had. more than anything. <laughs> it really is. Okay. We were we had some great ramen in um in Vegas because we were had a layover yeah in there so we had, we was like we're making the best out of it go to Vegas yeah and there was this place um I think it was called Shoku Ramen S H O K K U Ramen it's the one it's like three locations one in Vegas and they have like they were playing like Pokemon Indigo Lee in the Whoa. background and Demon Slayer on the front computer, front screen nice. which is very much like anime inspired but the ramen was like banging hey, that's amazing it was really good. Oh. And it was it was funny because it was an open kitchen. I could hear all the gossip from the the line cooks were chatting it up. There was an older black guy in there who looked like he just is you know video games where you can select your ethnicity, but then you can turn like like he like was literally a Japanese man who turned his his his, his melanin up. What maybe I, was like, I don't know. Maybe he was. A little blended culture there. That's what he did he in his had, video his, game. His, his, like, that way, day his, eyes, his eyelids, the way they, like, they, they were, like his, the way his hairstyle, like the way he looked. I was like. But I have a friend <laughs> who similarly a lot of people think is like half Asian. Yeah. And she's actually 100% black. And like if you even go back to like her grandparents, they're like all 100% black. What? And everybody's like. Are you mixed? Are you mixy? And she's like, no. And like, literally, if you want to piss her off, like, ask a question about if you think that she's half Asian. And I was like, I could see this being a big problem. Like, especially if you're really not even a little bit mixed. Yeah. I mean, you thought I was. You thought I was Asian when you met me. I didn't think you were Asian. I asked you what your ethnic background was. <laughs> Which is That's the same. So he's I trying asked. to claim it. So I'm. I'm thinking your friend should just claim it and then make up another ego story. <laughs> Well, I think people get, like, confused when they see black people with really long hair because she had waist-length hair, really loose curls, and she was, like, kind of on the paler side. But again, it's, like, recessive genes are real, you know? So it's, like, you know, 
I don't I was like, I don't know, like, and usually people who are mixed, like, make a thing of it. They're like, oh, my white mom does this. <laughs> and, like, they kind of come forward with it just yeah. to get it out of the way. And so I was like, mm-hmm. she's not really disclosing anything. So after a few months, I was like, I don't think she's mixed. And it got confirmed, like, a year into our friendship where she went on this big rant where she was like, don't anybody make comments about my eyes. Like, she just put all her boundaries down. And I was like, That's okay, awesome. thank you, friend. Yeah. <laughs> boundaries are very wow. important. <laughs> so I think that guy, like, just because of that, I'm like, I think he just has, like, almond-shaped eyes. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I was like, just like, it was just, I, was, I was just like, oh, okay. It's just, I just think it, I, I thought it, was, it was interesting. I mean, I didn't, like, say anything about it. Yeah, honestly, like depending on the kind of makeup or even outfit that I wear, people are like, oh, you're definitely Middle Eastern or you're like Colombian. And I'm not Colombian, I'm Mexican. But people are like, there's no way you're a Mexican. And I'm like, no, like for real, for real. I was born there. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, You know what's um, so funny? I feel like all the Mexican people I know have that complaint. <laughs> like all the Mexican people I know are like, no, I'm I'm Mexican, like, and I'm just like I don't think people really know what Mexicans look like. No, they I think, think Taco people Bell are looking is Mexican, at Hondurans which, like, and being like they're Mexican and they're actually Honduran. And I think Mexican <laughs> people. <laughs> okay, Sophia. Yes. Bop banger, bus breakfast. Breakfast banger. Yeah. I feel like I'm just gonna say banger to all of these. I'm I'm very pro everything. No, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's the most important meal of the day even That's if it's okay. just coffee you just wait <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay um I want it to be good journaling mm, wow my own response surprises me bop Bop mm. because we love to see it, but also sometimes you can't really journal. So yeah. you should paint instead, or you should dance, or you should mm. scream at a wall, or you should like bang a couple glass bottles on the floor and throw them. But equal effect, just, I that's say. the first verse of your song. I feel like you just got a, <laughs> the first verse of your song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah, rhythm here, it's first, the shoulders are moving. I was like. Oh, Eventually, the like... sensitive business podcast is just going to be a freestyling podcast, and we're going to replace <laughs> Slay. And it's going to be like, I went on the sensitive biz podcast. You're like, drop the beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to surprise folks and be like, all right, you're ready to freestyle, right? Here's the beat. And like, uh. <laughs> we should just do that as a prank. Please, when it's yeah. like Please. not real. <laughs> Oh Where's I get the soundboard together? I'm, I'm coming in with air horns and beats. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Okay. Sophia. Boss being robust. Wigs. Wigs? Mm-hmm. Nah, it's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're making this so fun. <laughs> She'll like act like it's gonna be a bus, yeah. and she'll be like, "Dad, just playing it's bigger." <laughs> <laughs> because objectively, there's no for, like, reason for me to not be for wigs, other than they're just hot. But like, mm-hmm. that's a part of the price that you pay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a bald man, I can appreciate a wig every now and then. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love wigs too. I actually want. I'm going to manifest. I'm putting it out there. I want a long, like, long, long, long straight wig with, like, wispy layers. Mm -hmm. And I want a shoulder-length curly wig. Not all in one. Two separate wigs. Yeah. Two separate (laughs) wigs. It's like a mullet. It's like a wavy in the front. (laughs) That's what I, I feel like that would really give me the flexibility because I have a short curly one with bangs Mm -hmm. I have like a medium length one that has layers but it's a headband wig so it can't like you know it's like it's always behind you you're not getting the full experience (laughs) and I have a straight wig that's like medium length 
And I do that when I need practicality in my life, but I want like a dramatic straight wig that I can wear with like formal wear that like looks really informal. And then like a shoulder length curly wig when I'm trying to be like date adjacent. Okay. It's like flirty. I feel like it's your year for this. Also, which one of those wigs would you wear to frolic? Important questions. Oh my god! Sophia coming in with the hard hitting questions. I fuck with it. <laughs> Let's go. I probably wear the long straight wig because yes. it would be really dramatic and yes. a frolic. That's the right and answer. And I get like tangled in it. <laughs> no, I when I think about the shirt one. I think about the the heels are hot. You know, like running in, in, up the up the mountain in, when you're supposed to be at work or whatever. And you're exactly. Just like, I just the, the heels and God was calling me. It just had to be. I just it had to go. And I'm like, girl. Like, <laughs> but the heels got in my hair, and now we're dealing with all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Wow. Worth it. Worth it. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Bob's bangers or bust nail salons. Bust. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly with the bus. I fuck with it. Okay. Quick bust. <laughs> <laughs> it smells nasty. If you know, you know. I don't. I'm not with the shits. <laughs> I can go I on, it. but that's all I'm gonna give you. Okay. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that so hard. Sophia, boss bangers or bus alarm clocks. Alarm clocks? Mm-hmm. Like a physical alarm clock? Yep, set the yeah. In this in this economy? <laughs> in this monkey pox economy. <laughs> I went first this time. It's your last one. Okay. So make it count. <laughs> okay, I'll make count. Oh my god, I feel like I know what it's gonna be. Bob Spangers or bust. Road trips. Banger. Baba banger. <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy. Okay, this one's for all the marbles. All right. I'm not fucking around here. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Sophia. Bob's bangers or bust. Fried chicken. Oh. Big bang. <laughs> big bang. As a vegetarian, big bang. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, you heard it here. Hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh, Schofield hot chicken. Hmm. You said Schofield hot chicken. I don't know anything about that. I said Nashville, but I mean Nashville. Oh, Nashville. Okay, no, Schofield. I think it's, it's a it's a it's a restaurant in um in Atlanta. Yeah, okay. I've never been, but oh, I'm like past okay, past and it was fire, or <laughs> I used to drive past it at work. I was wanted to go, but I was like, it's it's, it's so far. It's, it was just so far away from my house, and I was like on the route. I took the work, and I was like, I'll never want to go back again. <laughs> That's Come hilarious. On. Come on. Yeah. Next time. So, Sophia, where can people find you? Um, Tell us about your business. And where can people inquire about the work that you do? This will be the the first episode. We got to put these clips online. People (laughs) (laughs) People can find me underneath your local tree. But also (laughs) on Instagram, it's Lens Transcend. If you wanted to be a little crazy and find out what I do apart from photography. So workshops, events, 
creative direction, then you would go to my website, lenstranscend.com, and I'd just be having fun, and I listen to you, and I'm like, damn, you're sad too, it's okay, we're still gonna get this bag, we're still gonna get this photo shoot done, are you ready? So, like, that's the kind of shit Yeah. That was such a good time. I'm sad it's over. You heard it here <laughs> first, people. I wasn't sad before, but now it's over. Now Aww. I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, it happens. It's real. So, like, I, I've, mm. I think it was, like, the last shoot I did. She was like, how are you? And I'm like, honestly, I'm not, I'm not with it. I'm super shy. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the end of it, she was like, you were shy today? And I'm like, yes, I can still hype you up even if I'm shy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess real. the thing, like, if you, if you kind of leave with that, because it's, it's that perception you're like if people are gonna think that I'm shy, I think that I'm sad. Then like then you, then you're like in this little feedback loop internally, mm-hmm. and it just you can't anything you try to come out authentically is to come out through that filter and class blender, and it's like ugh, ugh. once again so. that inner world, yes. mm-hmm. that bitch. I'm you telling see. y'all, <laughs> you see. <laughs> I, I tried to tell that you. Bitch. That's, the, that's the name of this episode. The inner world is that bitch, yo. That's, that's the same. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for having me and making me laugh. Yay. Thanks for joining us on the Sensitive Business Podcast. We'll see y'all later. much for listening to the sensitive business podcast please be sure to leave us a review um, preferably five stars (laughs) help us get the word out share this podcast with at least one person y'all we are photographers and videographers and we love to work with restaurateurs restaurant owners and chefs we are accepting clients for 2023 so if you're ready for your next big filming day if you need some content you need some food photography some videography and you need to really show up with vigilance, zeal, excitement for your business, for your restaurant, for your food and get your story out there, then hit us up, you know? You can book a discovery call at calendly.com slash ginger and carrot. Bye y'all.